Hola, hola. <laughs> hola, right fitting for this week's thing. Sí, ¿cómo estás? Stop. Um, I can't even say I'm a Scorpio in Spanish. It'll make me laugh too much. But I'm a Scorpio. Soy un Leo. Soy un Leo. I presume that's what it is. I actually have no idea. Well, it's what's lion, Leon. Yeah, but I don't know if it would be just Leo. Leo, probably a bit more. Well, that'll be all for me today in terms <laughs> of Spanish. It's sort of my Spanish begins then. Personally, um, I'm not. I'm not going to bring in any Spanish language into this. I have not thought in my daily life. Yeah, this this will be an English speaking session only. Yeah, as most of our time in Spain in reality <laughs> was. Yeah, as what that's what we tried, but it didn't really work. But that's what the main focus of today's podcast is, right? Well this evening's podcast now but the aim of this week's episode is to kind of give a bit of context as to how we met first of all because we actually haven't explained that and also to educate on probably the greatest place on earth yes before we begin we should really clear up we will be referring to it as Motown as you will see from the title of the episode. Um, it's not in fact called Motown. It is in fact called Montreal, but in our hearts and minds, it is Motown. Which That's... you have no idea why, I have no idea why we started going with that. I have actually no idea either. It just happened one day. I actually find it really hard to remember that that wasn't its name. Yeah, anytime I refer to it, or like if I talk about it with like people who didn't live there or live near us, and I call it Motown, I forget that they don't know what I'm talking about, but that is for the purpose of this episode. And as you'll be able to, you may be confused by the song choice this week of the title, but we're linking it back to the Motown record label as we are comedic geniuses. Yes, and we'll have, as we have more and more Motown segments throughout the um, year, who knows how long we'll do this. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to get too cocky. Um, it could be over in a week. But, um, hopefully, you know, we'll have a lot of Motown hits to add yeah. to that playlist from hell that we created way yeah. back when. Yeah, way back when. But that, the, the ones to come will be incidents, tales, um, words of warning, yeah. advice. Um, but this week is just context. Yeah, so we thought that the best way to fully allow everyone to appreciate the later stories of Spain and Motown would be to actually just go through everything that it entailed and also why we were there in the first place. Because if anyone wants to look Montreal up on the internet, as lovely as it is, it's not sort of tourist hotspots. It's not. It's not the big apple. It's, Yeah. Real Housewives of the Costa Tropical is yet to make it to bravotv.com. We're working on it. We're working on it. I'll pitch it any day. We're putting it on the map, but not quite there yet. But the reason we were there, we were not. We did not just bump into each other someday on the street. Um, although we did stick our next door thumbs, so that would have been hard. Um, <laughs> the only burned people there. Yeah. But 
can we just like I'll just explain where it is. So it's in the it's at the very bottom of Spain, very close to Granada. Um, it's a little it's it's not a seaside town. That's wrong, but it's very close to the sea. There's a beach, and there are also lovely mountains. We had an incredible view. Yes, it's it's kind of it's like this sort of almost most southern part of Spain. I don't know if it actually is the most southern part, so I'm not going to definitely go on record saying that, but it's where that you can get the boat over to Morocco and Algeria. So it's very far south, very, very hot, but also you have the lovely mountains, so you can go skiing in the winter, which we actually never did because we were too cheap to do that. But it was a possibility if you wanted to. Yes, I have never been skiing. I'm not middle class enough for that, so I was not going to go in Spain and break my leg. But that's little geographical location. It's lovely. It is. We're going to make fun of it a lot, but it's actually it would be a nice place, I think, to go on holiday. And Granada's stunning. Granada's not that far away. So yeah, Granada's beautiful, and it's also it's pretty well located. Like, it, I mean, if you actually hired a car, unlike us, you could be at Malaga Airport very quickly. Yeah. As, as it was, we took the public bus. That took about two and a half hours, but there are better transport options yeah. available. It's very well placed. There's lots of really nice towns around, which we will probably refer to at some point. Uh-huh. So absolutely, when you're allowed to travel again, make Motril your first stop. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be our first stop. It's going to be my it. first stop. But um, we ended up there. It sounds weird to say not by choice kind of not by choice yes. um, I had to do a year abroad because I do French and Spanish at uni but you chose after you'd finished uni yeah I decided to take I knew I wanted to do a master's but I kind of hadn't got my act together properly in my third year to apply so I decided that I would because I did Spanish at school and I kept up my Spanish at uni that I would I would go for a year and improve it so we both ended up doing the British Council a little shout out to them yep shout out <laughs> British Council um, you basically apply and then they send you a place so we both happened to get sent to Motown and we met because I I think I was the first there was originally three people in our flat this will all be explained later this will be um, this will be an ongoing theme <laughs> so we, I think I was the first one to find out because you get placed in the school. Like you, could, you don't have to live in the town that your school's in, but I'm too lazy to commute. So my school was literally like a two-minute walk away. Like I crossed like a plaza and I was there. Plaza Sorry. is a little bit of a nice term to describe that yeah. thing that you had to cross. Yeah, I don't know what that was. It was more a like square. an abandoned parking lot. Yeah, I know. I don't it was weird like all the other ones it had loads of all these little nice squares with little bars which we'll talk about but this that one wasn't was one huge of them. like it had a cafe in it for some reason but it was in front of like a, it wasn't even a leisure centre I don't even know how you would describe it the municipal pool you could not, municipal word in English you could not describe it in UK terms no like, there's there's no equivalent in the UK but it was it wasn't like not nice it was very well kept and clean it just didn't need to be there <laughs> um i think i was the first person to find out so then i was in contact with like mentor i don't know 
the person who's in charge of me at the school. Uh-huh. And I sort of found the flat. I knew that, well, I didn't know her, but I knew I was going to be working with this other girl. The teacher had put us in contact. We found this flat. And then we were like, oh, we kind of need a third roommate. So I posted on Facebook. It was so random because I remember, because Montreal is not a very big place. And, well, it's it's maybe about sixty to 100,000, but it's not a big city. And um, yeah. when I was on this Facebook group, it was for the whole of Andalusia. And um, for it's called it's called being auxiliar is the uh, title, and you go that's what a language assistant is called. And it's for everyone in Andalusia, and I literally just refreshed the page, and the first thing that came up was your post like, "Hi, <laughs> if anyone's going to Montreal," and I was like, "Incredible, <laughs> stunning!" And then I was like, "I will be there. <laughs> I will see you there." And then the rest is history. I don't even remember doing any work because I think you'd already found. The place so I think I literally just said that I was interested and that was it yeah we were flat imagine you hadn't do you not think about I think about this all the time how like random it was it was so like random. how we started to how we are now it's bizarre and we just kind of had to trust that we would all be okay because my pa- I remember my parents were like very un they were really not concerned about the fact that I was just moving in with two complete randoms mm-hmm. I'd never met before and looking back I'm like that could have gone kind of badly, but I had faith that it would be good, and it was. Well, for the yeah. most part. Well, for the most part, we had a few hitches, um, shall we say? But we're not going to dwell on the negatives. That was not. That was just by chance that a few things went wrong. Um, that was mainly down to. Well, it wasn't down to her. We just did not really end up vibing that well with our other roommates. There are people in the world that are just sort of unfailingly negative, And that was unfortunately this girl. <laughs> I think she really blessed her. She really wanted to be in Madrid or something. And she yeah. was not prepared for the Montreal life. And she let everyone know it. And it, so it, was, it was a massive downer on the whole situation. I honestly couldn't have like been in a different place than she was because I loved it like I'm we're the British co-star should have sponsored us last week British council should sponsor us this week but I tell everyone anyone's like oh I'm thinking about the British council I'm like do it do it do it do it do it now it's incredible you work and by work we use the term loosely (laughs) yeah like I mean, I was lucky that, like, in my school, the teachers were really nice. They, like, gave me some random... Uh, the PowerPoints I made were the most random things ever. But they didn't take me that long to make. Remember making when you, them in English. you had to do that one about fishing, like, intensive fishing? Whaling. Whaling, that was it. I knew you had to do some really strange... And that was for... Was for it geography. geography, yeah. It was, <laughs> I was like, so like, strange. I just, you just have to go with the flow, I think. Because, like I said, that other girl worked with me in the same school, and I think that specifically the PE teacher had said to me, "This girl ended up leaving after Christmas. She did not return." This so will, that that will be a story time at some yeah. point because that was that was literally <laughs> Brexit 2.0. No, that was that was worse than Brexit, if that's even possible. But basically, you kind of just have to take it as it goes, like. 
some of them don't speak perfect English, but you have to bear in mind you're not speaking perfect Spanish. So if they made a little mistake, said things such as referring to one of the pupils as having a special trouble. Oh my God, this... The, um, the thing that got me all the time was the adding an E in front of any word that began with S in English. Uh-huh. So, Spanish. Um, you speak Spanish? But a special trouble was something that they would refer to the kids as having and I would really be like, I do not think that this has any English or PC translation. No. But... And the thing was is that I didn't even think that those kids had a special trouble. I just think that they needed a way to describe them as maybe being a little bit badly behaved but well, that's the thing most of the time they were kids who were just rowdy maybe yeah. like special trouble over there yeah <laughs> like oh forget it it was just you couldn't take it too seriously but you didn't need to like you were there 12 days a week and 12 days a week like. 12 <laughs> days a week sorry pardon me 12 hours a week imagine 12 days a week working and- so hard at the school <laughs> They'd probably, if you had asked the kids how many days there was in English, they'd have said 12. But he just sort of just had to vibe. And you only were, I don't know if this is different in other places, but we were only allowed to work four days. So you got a three-day weekend because they always would have put it at the end of the week or the start of the week. Which was just incredible because Montreal was so warm. Like even when we were there in the winter, I'd say in January, it was like 11, 12 degrees. So it was never re- it was never really cold, and yeah. so in the winter all you needed was a light jacket. In October it was still about thirty two degrees, so we just had amazing long weekends. It was the most luxurious lifestyle in the world because yep. everything was so cheap. So uh-huh. we were- can you imagine in the UK going out for a coffee every single day? But in Montreal I would go out for coffees at least twice a day. Yeah, you just used to be able to go and. As well, the alcohol was so cheap. Like yeah. the coffees, the co- two twenty. Like, oh, don't! It was always two twenty euro. You didn't. It's not for a full pint. I might add, but you got your little. They used to give you beer in a wine glass, um, which is a vibe. If you haven't tried it, it's the way to go. And you used to get your free tapas because apparently Granada is like the last region. Yeah, it's the last free tapas. Yeah, you would any with any drink, you got free tapas, and because Montreal was a bit big, bit bigger, you could usually choose which one you wanted. Yeah, and if you went to small towns, they would just give you whatever they had, which could sometimes be very, very questionable. But yeah. um, in most of the places in Montreal we went to, they you could choose. Particularly, remember our absolute favorite, Stilo Costa, which. Oh. We would go to a lot, and it had a really long tapas menu. I'm not convinced half the things on the menu they would have actually been able to serve you and asked for. Like yeah. chicken teriyaki, I don't think they would have been able to produce that for me. It was on the menu. It was it was there, and Stilo Costa, that was, I feel like, because the set scene, you used to get out on a Thursday, like, I was never in the school past maybe like 2pm, so... We both used to finish. I used to text you every Thursday and be like, when do you finish today? Because your timetables change like week A to B. Yeah. And I, I would either go back to the flat, wait for you to be done, or bomb out of school, walk up, 
make you either Cero Costa or Nota Bentedo. Nota Bentedo. Oh, oh. The vibes were immaculate. The vibes could not Bentedo. have been better. They could not, like, the palm trees, you were in the sort of, oh, please. I will become emotional. And our man that we were friends with, the waiter there, we became such good friends with him. He was this, like, old Spanish man who I think we were honestly the only people not from Montreal he had ever met. Never mind the only non-Spanish people. Mm-hmm. They were like, we were the only non-Montrealenio people he had ever met. And I swear, he knew, and you know what? He used to just come over and he he wouldn't even need to ask or order for drinks. He just used to ask us what we wanted for tapas because that would change occasionally. But, but most, I mostly not. A cerveza and you would like a Tinto de Verano oh. most of the time. You partook in a beer every now and again. I did, increasingly so throughout, throughout the year. But Tinto de Verano is the kind of, um, the I don't know if it's the end of the sea inversion, but it's it's like a less alcoholic sangria, but that was very good. Yeah, I can just picture us sitting there. I know. Every, it was every Thursday was like, not a care either. in the world. Like, we just finished our 12 hours of work. I'm doing air quotes around work. <laughs> Um, not that you can see. Yeah, we'll have and a whole. We'd be making our plans for the weekend. We'll have a whole episode on some of the lessons. I think we couldn't possibly mm-hmm. do justice to <laughs> to the work at the school without a full episode. So, if you would like to hear more, let us know. But yeah, please, if you have any, if you have any specific questions, we're not sure how you will get them to us. We will create an Instagram at some stage if anyone has any questions <laughs> unofficial British Council questions I know. Yes. we are not re- representing them officially here but I think one of the things about because we had so much time off we had a lot of time to explore and this is where Montreal really came into its own because it was such an odd place like it was the strangest place yeah. ever I mean the main it had everything the main thing to do was basically go to the sort of three to four sort of clothes shops that were well-known brands and we would just kind of do that on a loop almost every day yeah and do you know what though we were spoiled like there was a Bershka a Pull&Bear Bear, a Mango a Primor which is basically Superdrug closest thing they have to Superdrug Superdrug meets Sephora though it was better than Superdrug but not as expensive as Sephora was so good it was so good like the prices were incredible it was it was what? absolutely shameless as well completely like ripping <laughs> off brands I remember lo- oh, looking at some yeah. things and being like this is worse than Aldi actually in terms of like how much they're willing to try and push it out yeah but you know what I'm not complaining I don't think copyright laws or any sort of law well I don't feel like many laws exist in Spain I don't think it's a place that is run by rationality very much not the topic of ripping things off the chino shop oh my goodness these were like I honestly think like you think of like a pound store or a dollar store or something but this was so much better because yeah it was essentially a huge everything I want to say it was like home bargains but it wasn't because it was it was they were huge warehouses which basically sold everything 
and it was of really yeah. really poor quality but yeah it always yeah. lasted and as well do you know what it kind of reminds me of you know when you go on holiday and they kind of have like those shops you go in to buy like, like, yeah, like, your, like your things for the pill yeah it was like those but we were but furnishing our whole apartment in, from it yeah and like a normal it would be like having one of those shops on a high street somewhere and it it just doesn't seem there's something that seems illegal about it like they would have like little plastic cups but they'd, they'd only have like two or three and I was like did you was this box like stolen oh my god remember my green like, cup I, the horrible sort of like tie-dye green uh, cup that I had from there I miss it didn't our who was it bought the same one our roommate ended up buying a cup which looked exactly it was yours it wasn't mine which didn't make sense because you had the purple one i had the horrible green one they must have run out of the purple that i couldn't remember when i got there i couldn't remember at all because i was like why would you buy the exact same one i don't want to share a cup with you i know i'm gonna wash it all the time but i don't trust you to wash it and i don't want to drink out of it another because she had on the topic of washing and sort of like general like maintenance in Spain one of the things which was really (laughs) confusing was the fact that they don't actually have central heating so you have to buy these essentially like calor gas canisters we were there for almost a year and we never cracked the system of how you were actually supposed to order these Every single time we would try and do it, it would be different. We would get it from someone on the street corner. We would have someone turn up at our house. We'd call our land. <laughs> yeah. We'd call our landlord yeah. who would drive us there. It was just like every single time was chaotic. And you needed one about approximately every three weeks. So, every, like, yeah, like at least once a month. And it was always just like the gas would run out and you'd be in the shower taking a shower which was literally just Uh, freezing cold but that was less painful for me than the fact that we didn't have an oven because most spanish flats don't so we relied completely on the stovetop and the gas would never light oh no that was literally some of it was like the way the way things were obviously we were only going to be there for a year it wasn't that bad but there were some things that I was like it is 20 20, like well we got it was 2019 that's really weird to say but I was like this is the 21st century and we don't have an oven we don't have central heating our hot water comes from this gas definitely wasn't safe no definitely we had to light it literally with like a cigarette lighter yeah it was insane and our tv we also had you know like a tv you know the tvs with like big backs like we're not talking flat screens we're talking like old tvs we're lucky it even got we're lucky that we had anything past like i honestly think that they thought that the tv was quite modern (laughs) (laughs) i know it didn't have the flat also didn't have wi-fi oh god that was the thing as well about that was be- Cosmo Trail was so small and we were about the only people who were not from Montreal. We were definitely, there's about five of us that were not Spanish in the town. And so we were instantly recognisable to everyone. And so the Wi-Fi man who fitted our Wi-Fi 
for the next six months yeah. he would wave to me oh. whenever he would see me around town <laughs> it was it, it wasn't embarrassing but he just used to think we were all friends I was like okay I've never had a wi-fi person wave to me in the street but it made us seem like we knew I felt like a celebrity uh, locals outside of the 13 year old yeah every time I would sort of have someone come in like the guy who came and fixed the shower I thought of him as a Spanish friend <laughs> yeah I would say the kid well on topic of us feeling like celebrities the kids we taught made us feel like celebrities every time you would pass would... them in the street it was always teacher teacher and then you would teacher. oh and you would like hear them whispering they'd be like oh Page, 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 like the As if we did not I'm live like, in the okay. same pretty small town, <laughs> and also we lived next to the major, we lived next to the street where the majority of the supermarkets were. So if you were going to do shopping yeah. in Montreal, you probably were there. And every single time I would go into the school, a kid would be like, "I saw you at Carrefour." And I'd be like, "No, okay." It used to be. Do you remember the one at conversation I had with the wheat boy, and he was like. I saw you at the weekend and he, I was like oh where did where did you see me and he said he saw me somewhere that I was not there <laughs> and I was like either you have very poor eyesight or by some miracle there is another blonde haired blue eyed northern Irish person basically translucent northern Irish person talking about this place and I don't think that there is so I think that we think they have like illusions we probably come to them as like ghosts these days they probably dream I think honestly every single person that I met who wasn't through the school would just say to me why are you here and I honestly feel like I didn't really have an answer for them because I would say oh well I'm here to teach English they would say but why here I was like you make a good (laughs) point We've been put here, okay? But like, I mean, like just like being a I'm Spanish so person and like moving to like Grimsby and being like, I've yeah. come here to teach Spanish. Why? Why are you here? But I mean, I think it was a bit, it wasn't like being stuck in a village with like four people and a goat. <laughs> no, it was. Which probably it was. Up. No, it was definitely, it was a city. It was just a very small city. And there were there yeah. wasn't really anything touristy to do, but we basically made up for it by the fact we found this one cafe that we went to oh. it literally about four times a week. It's called Cafe Total. Yeah. If you would like us to be your brand ambassador's Cafe Total, I would like nothing oh, more. We would, we would literally make I would that jump opportunity the for all it is worth. To be associated with it again. It was incredible. Do you know what? It was just so good. Like the food was so good. The coffee. Coffee was always quite cold. Like I feel like you couldn't get a really yeah, hot coffee. I don't think the coffee it. was even that good there. But yeah, I was like, I love it here. This is my this is my happy but place. I was, paying, I was paying a euro fifty. You couldn't really complain. I was not. No, I was not complaining. It was absolutely. It was the place to be. And the other us. place was Montreal. I think during in high season it would have been busier down by the beach because that was the exciting thing Montreal had a beach and various beach clubs yeah but in the winter the strip of sorts 
include oh. the strangest collection of I'm hesitant to even say club because I don't think they were really clubs. They were like bars with dance floors, but God, they were they were so incredible. And I mean that in a more like unbelievable rather. <laughs> I do, but the thing, the beauty of it was, first of all, you had such, there was like six or six. Uh, also our gym was in the middle of them. <laughs> just And our friend's apartment. There. Was right above one. <laughs> so we just, that was a very strange setup because there was where was there Oboway? That's weird. Oboway, which was Things spelled as Obo, but was pronounced yeah. Oboway. There was Voodoo Chill, the Voodoo Chill Soul. Soul, I forgot about Soul, and our personal favorite Tito, the place to Tito be. Daniels. Oh, well, I would not give to be in Tito Daniels right now drinking a vodka limon. Which was attempted murder. Which was attempted murder. They definitely, they, I mean, whenever you go on holiday, you watch them pouring it and it's always, you're looking at it like, oh my God. And they do not, I, that's just obviously how they just pour their drinks. And I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. And we had, we were, we would obviously go these places at the weekend but we also we managed obviously we had our roommate that we lived with but we also had an assortment of other auxiliars that joined the yeah. cast of the real housewives of the costa tropical there is quite a, there is quite a cast and um, we will not be naming our roommate as we don't think she would appreciate being named um, we also haven't spoke to her since she blocked us since 2019. So, um, yep, she also blocked us. And but we can mention some of the stars. We will obviously be mentioning them more detail in later episodes. But, but I guess we can give an over. We can give an overview of some of the cast. Yeah. So, other residents of Montreal international group yeah we had first of all we had sarah who was the other auxiliar at my school a canadian girl who was an absolute icon there's there's no yeah. other word to describe it iconic um re- she really embraced the spanish culture more than we did <laughs> yeah. um well i think she herself and the americans i think that there is definitely a difference on how you approach europe <laughs> Europe whenever you come from across the Atlantic but I miss Sarah so much she was definitely one of a she kind she was one of a kind and she some of the situations she got herself into in Montreal were just unbelievable but yeah she was she was great she worked at my school so she was my mate in the staff room so yeah. we miss her very much and the other main resident of Montreal that we knew was our friend also from across the Atlantic Chase the Californian skater who was the yeah. only skater in Montreal I think, potentially in Spain. I think there were other skaters but they were either 13 or drug dealers so or both I think he fit in well he did and Ch- Chase was kind of an interesting figure that in the sense that he sometimes he would come and go from our life we wouldn't see him for weeks and then he would emerge again but he yeah. brought he brought a lot to the year I don't the best way I can describe him is if you've ever seen the film Surf's Up 
Oh yeah. It's like penguins who surf animated. He's like the chicken in that. And he's also like the turtle in Finding Nemo. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Crush? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. That's it. That's his whole vibe. Like that's his... That's just his way about him. And then our other... Well, there were a few other people in Montreal, but we honestly barely knew them at all. Um, They probably won't be appearing as cast members because honestly we spoke to them about twice but we did make a lot of friends in the surrounding towns and areas so we had a lot of weekend trips um usually every weekend or every second weekend the group would get together in one or other place which would involve a bus ride which will probably be our next episode i feel like yeah i think i'm in the next next time we do tales of Motown episode I will um, I will reveal what happened <laughs> one me. bus only bus one time and see it um, it's I, I think that like if you don't know the story I'm not sure you could guess if I said guess what happened on a public bus one time in Spain in my year abroad I don't think it would pop into your mind I don't think it would have popped into my mind when I was there this yeah it was an out-of-body experience, but I think that we'll do a Tales from the Bus at some point because that's a major yeah. part of Spain, is that no one takes the train. Uh, obviously, we didn't have a car, so we were literally busing it everywhere, as everyone does. And you meet some really strange people on these buses. You go to some very strange places. Yeah. And you know what, as well? The buses are dirt cheap too. They're so good. I mean, that's the. I think that's the best thing about Spain. I mean, apart from Montreal, is that everything was so cheap, and so we basically yeah. we, live we like lived kings. like kings. Yeah, being paid a very low salary. It, but do you know what? Even though it wasn't like that high of a salary, it was more than enough. Exactly. Like we were. If I could live someone's like you can relive six months of your life choose them now without hesitation it would be our time in Motown the best place in the world the centre of the universe so I feel like if you could think of one thing that summarises Montreal what would it oh. be I'll tell I I have it right uh-huh. now. it would be a 220 cerveza in and the tapas no I want tapas I think I'll pick a pinchito for my tapas pinchito is like a chicken skewer basically the chicken was never it was always raw but I ate it anyway you don't care because it used to be like a really good level of like tipsy especially on the Thursdays when I would come round because I haven't I wouldn't have ate since breakfast and I'd be feeling hungry and I'd I'd justify drinking on an empty stomach because I would get like a slither one like slice of hamon or chicken yeah and i'd be like a bite of queso and, yep and then i'd go home and then you'd, i'd always have like quite a nice little lie down after it and then thursday Watch the simpsons yeah iconic what would your choice be to summarize i would actually say although the tapas is really important for me i think it would be the fashion of montreal montreal oh, was yeah. kind of i would describe the fashion as you know on sims when you just generate a random sim and it appears and it's wearing the strangest collection of clothes 
I would say uh-huh. that and I would also say that one of the things which I took away from Montreal and which I enjoyed most about it was this English sayings that people would have on their t-shirts that taught me oh, never yeah. to buy a t-shirt in a language that I don't speak because you have no idea personal highlights being a queen is such hard yep my favorite is uh mermaids are made of sugar i liked that one too what other ones um good waves so good vibes yeah um sometimes they would just have like words like it could literally be like perfume yeah it was it was just so what was the one it was just like bite me but it was it wasn't like in a sort of like punk way it was just bite you bite, bite me comic sound that was, it was literally that or it, would, it wouldn't even be like bite me it would be like stab yeah exactly <laughs> it'd be and then oh god there was just so many the, sh- the clothes were incredible it was it was like a place that you would read about in one of your like GCSE language textbooks come to life yeah I definitely think we got like I said before, like at least you weren't in the village. We were like the village idiots. Because <laughs> we, we would well, have we been were, the, but... we, we were already <laughs> we the were. village idiots. <laughs> but I think it was not by city, it wasn't like as big as Granada, but you got a bit of like an authentic experience, but also you weren't instant. Exactly. It was a It was the perfect experience. medium. We had the beach. We could easily get to Granada to do more stuff, but yeah. we actually met people who spoke Spanish because I think if you were in any bigger place then you would have had to you like you wouldn't have had many cases where you would have needed to speak Spanish whereas literally no one including some of the English teachers at the school spoke <laughs> yeah. English so we were we definitely had just it was there was a day went by where you could have gone away without speaking anything at all unless you completely ignored people but that was impossible sometimes you had to though because there would be instances where someone would address me and i would just think oh i can't this is not <laughs> <laughs> there there are incidents that we will describe in future episodes but like we said this is just to set the scene give you a bit of background so yeah we will get we'll give more information about specific incredible stories from Montreal but now you know of its existence if you're listening and well I don't think anyone will be listening who is from Montreal as that would suggest (laughs) that my English teaching paid off which I don't think it did I don't think I was able to impart any English the time I was there I know I think mm, no I don't I was gonna be like maybe we did but I don't think we did um But if you are, and you're listening, all the way in Montreal, we miss you. We love you. We want to be there. We love you. We're going to come back. We'll be there. If you're from Café Total, know that you're always in my heart. Yeah, we would literally do, like, an ad for free. We basically give you free. We've given promo for the British Council, for Café Total. For Notified Dados. For Intermiento de Montreal, um, so basically yep. everything. Hit us, hit us up. We are absolutely shameless. We would sell whatever you have. Exactly. But for now, that's us. I think. Tune in next week for whatever nonsense we decide that we'll impart. <laughs> yeah, whatever subject we 
pull out of our arses to discuss. But once again, thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed. So I have been a Leo. And I've been a Scorpio. Adios from us. Adios. Adios. <laughs>